Shut up and sit down. Greetings from the heartland of America, Guthrie, Oklahoma, and Hoboken Coffee Roasters. This is the Bold Leadership Podcast, where we are building bold leaders to solve tomorrow's toughest challenges. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for taking the time. The Bold Leadership Podcast is published every Tuesday for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.exsin.co. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud favorites. You can also follow us on Twitter at The Bold Leaders and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. And now, here are your hosts, former Air Force pilot, commander, and business owner Dave Evans with his partner in crime, former combat controller, wealth advisor, and deal maker extraordinaire Phil Nichols. Let's get into the show. Welcome to Bold Leadership episode 46. It's all about ethics. Yes, it is. If you're <laughs> if you are watching the news, um, which last week we told you not to do, um, realize that we have an ethical dilemma. Hmm. And we always have an ethical dilemma because yeah. some people just don't put their priorities in the right place. Don't get it. Um, I will tell you, ethics drive everything we do in business in our life. What is your work ethic? What are your business ethics? And how how do you stay in check? I think is a big thing. And this, this is this is an important topic. And I think it's something we need to talk about because it scares me, frankly, that people are placing the value of a dollar above or a life yeah. above everything else yeah. um, and, and just throwing it away. Yeah, and I think, you know, I've, I was blessed to be raised by the man I was raised by, who at the time I didn't feel very blessed, you know, being raised not in a, a rural area in southeastern Kansas in the Flint Hills. And, you know, if I wanted something, that was wonderful. Pops would give me an opportunity to go work and, and earn it. And I can remember being literally six, seven years old and going to dad wanting something. He says, well, you can go to work and we got to go clip off some fence. And for those who weren't raised around ag, you know, barbed wire fence and you know, I got my bucket and I got my clips and my screwdriver and away I went and I'd clip off a quarter mile of fence and I, and I got paid by the post. So however many, how many posts I paid and dad would add it up at the end of the day and he'd say, okay, you made this much today. And so he started instilling that in all of us kids very, very young. Um, that was our work ethic. Um, you know, hauled hay my entire life as a kid, you know, I'd haul hay for our stuff. And then I, in that you didn't get paid to do that. And then you'd, you'd go haul hay for other people and you get paid. And when I was hauling hay, you'd make, you know, depend if you were the only guy in the back of the truck or the monster or the trailer, uh, you'd make, um, you can make five cents a bell. Um, that's so, a lot of work. That's a lot of a work. A lot of work for a nickel. And a people don't realize, if you've never, it's if you're bailed, hey, you, you don't understand how you know, you that is real it. work. You don't get it. But but thank God I did. Because, um, I mean, there's, I haven't had a hard day's work in my entire adult life, honestly. Because I don't bail hay anymore, and I sure as heck don't build fence anymore. There, there's, <laughs> a, there's a reason. And it's, <laughs> you learn fast. Woo. But, but you know, and the other part of that was my dad would always kind of laugh and say, Dad had a saying, he said, a tired kid's a good kid, and you go out and have a kid do hard labor, they'll figure out a way to learn how to do something with their mind. <laughs> They're going to make it easier. They're going to figure it out. Which, which, which is, yeah. that's a whole different episode it talking is. about challenging people yeah. and watching what they can do when you challenge them. Yeah, and then your the business ethics, you know, I mean, you, you got work ethic, but the, the business ethics of side and just life ethics is, you know, who you are, who, 
What's your draw line in the sand? Which, where do you where do you align? What are you willing to accept? What are you willing to accept? You know, you can either accept dishonesty, and I mean, I'm granting because you know we've both lived enough life and been involved in enough kind of things that that can make us a target easily if we want if people want to take shots at us they can because we put ourselves out there yep. and we you know whether it's podcast or it's we're going not into perfect a, and no and you're not perfect and you're going to screw up. But at the end of the day, you know, part of, of having personal ethics and business ethics is about understanding who you are and not being concerned about all the, the noise, the static, yep. and just pushing forward. You know, there's a, my wife who's a school teacher. Um, there's some friend of hers, friends of hers that are in the middle of a really unfortunate thing in a, in a different school district. And they had called her over the weekend to discuss it with them. And, Tony said, well, let me put Phil on, because I know him too. So she put it on speakerphone, and they're downloading and telling me about all the problems and their worries and how they're concerned. And I said, why are you guys worried? They go, well, well, and I said, guys, you got the truth, and you got what's right on your side. Those are hard to overcome. (laughs) So as long as you've got the truth and you're you're doing what's right, you're going to be okay. I mean, you just are. You can always fall back. I mean, you're safe, right? Yeah. I mean, and too many people, too many people try to skew the truth, try to leverage friendships and push people in a direction. And there's no truth involved in what they're saying. And and we see it in business. We see it in relationships. We see it in sports. I mean, I I see it every place. It's like, seriously, just let people do their job and people treat them right. And you got to understand, I mean, people, and this is unfortunate, and you you really got to pray for people and try to help them because. There, I mean, there are literally people out there that will just, they'll say and do anything to try to tear somebody down. Or to get what they want. Or get what they want. And that's horrible personal and business ethics. You know, but it's kind of like that kid that's throwing a fit. The worst thing you can do is give him attention. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> right. I mean, the interesting thing, and we're, God, it's all over the news. We're seeing it every day. Hollywood's kind of blowing uh, up right now. Just, and that that is a ethical problem. They, yeah. they the 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 community itself allowed things they knew was absolutely wrong and incorrect to continue to happen yep. over a period of years. Yep. And now you have dozens, if not hundreds, of people coming out and starting to tell the story of all the bad things that happened. That is what a lack of ethics will do to you. It's it's coming. If you, if you make that choice, you're going to have to own up at either now. Or in the future, it's going to hit you right in the face, and you're going to be trying to figure out what's next. I've got a, a good friend of mine that's a, a doctor of education. He's a superintendent of a public school, and he told me the other day, he said, every person that I've either fired or that I've told them you can either resign or fire or be fired, they all lied to me. So I've never fired anybody for anything other than lying to me. And, and his attitude about it is it's not that, you know, because he gets people are going to mess up. Absolutely. We're human. You know, and there's, you know, and and you can, there's a lot of things you can do, but one of the things you can't do is you can't lie to somebody. If you lie to somebody, you, you never get that trust back. I mean, it's always there. Now that doesn't mean, listen, I'm a lot better athlete today than I was when I was actually an athlete, right? Because the stories always get better, right? Oh, the older yeah, absolutely. You get. <laughs> so I'm not oh. I'm not living in some fairy tale world where you get a bunch of your buddies together and you know the score that was Embellish really yeah bit. the score that was really twenty eight to seven becomes fifty eight to zero right. and the game that you had ninety eight yards rushing you now had one hundred ninety eight yards rushing. Well, and you're a hell of a fisherman too from the stories you've told me. Holy well, cow! I, every fish I catch yeah, is a record. Absolutely. <laughs> 
And that's not really what we're talking about no, uh, no. in this sense. And I think this goes to the next question. You know, I ask people, do you think ethics matter? And they go, what do you mean? I go, here's the test. When you know that something is wrong, mm-hmm. you know it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you look in the mirror and get sick at your stomach? Yep. Or do you look in the mirror and go, ah, it'll be all right. I got, I got it. We'll figure it out. We're, <sighs> I mean, I, if you are violating your ethics or an ethics system or, or doing something you know is inherently wrong and you look in the mirror and you're not sick at your stomach, you need to do a gate check. And there's a lot of people in our country that have no issue oh. with, with violating people's ethics and doing what everybody else in the world knows is wrong. See, I'm a tell-on-myself guy because yeah. I've got this internal... This thank God I've got this. I was raised by the right mom and dad, but when I mess up, I can't sleep, I can't eat, I can't function until I go own it and try to fix it. And because, and thank God it's that way. You know, I I don't know how folks go through life okay with not having a a set of standards that they live by. So let's let's talk. Bernie Madoff is probably. Bernie Madoff or Enron. Poster child, yeah. Are probably two of the best known business, complete lack of ethics ever. No doubt. Maybe not ever, but ever in my life. Win business for darn sure. I mean, destroy people's lives. Yep. And and if you don't think ethics matter, once you you open that Pandora's box to allow yourself to go down that path and violate your own personal honor, ethic code... It is a tough box to close. Well, it's Pandora's box, right? It is. I mean, you just, um, I mean, if you don't think that stuff matters, go look at the people that spent 30 years of their life, for example, at Enron that woke up and they had nothing or people that took their entire inheritance and gave it to Bernie Madoff and he was going to do all these wonderful things. And everything about him looked like it was legit. Everything. Everything. I mean, it, it was, everybody was shocked when it came out. You know, but there, there's something to be said for listening to your gut too, right? Well, we're I mean, so I mean, we'll we'll get into this later. But we are we are wired. Human yeah. beings are wired to listen to the small part of their brain, which is their gut, because it's, it's the survival instinct, right? But you have to. You also have to be able to when you are going down that path. You have to have the the intestinal fortitude to go. Yeah, I know it's harder to do the right thing, but I got to. But I got to. Yep. If not, yeah, you know, I don't know what this is going to grow into and what it's going to be. And, well, and, and I can tell you, I, I have. I have seen it my entire life. Well, you, you know, we, we talked about, you know, one of the standards we have in our business uh, where we actually go out and work with business owners is uh, when we're helping them with HR type stuff or with benefit type stuff is we sit down and meet with every employee of the organization, which is unusual. Uh, most people don't do that, but we do it because it's the right thing to do because it gives that individual an opportunity to truly be open about questions they have concerns they have um and it's and it's it's at the end of the day it's the right thing to do it does it always make business sense no i mean as far as time and no i mean we could do it a lot quicker and a people lot of think other ways people think we're crazy they do think we're crazy and that's okay we probably are a little bit <laughs> um but it's just it's just a you know I, doing the right thing comes at a cost many times but doing the wrong thing comes at a cost every time and it comes at the cost of things that you can't or it's very difficult to get back like your name your integrity your reputation your you know i mean you know so it's just so darn much easier to do the right thing than the wrong thing even when it's more difficult initially to do the right thing when you add it all up 
It's not even close. Nope. <laughs> it's time wasted. Yeah. You know, the amount energy, of money you spend, the energy. Lost credibility, lost friendships, lost relationships. I mean, it's just, come on, man. I mean, just do. And, and instinctively, we know what's right. We do. Oh, absolutely. You, I mean, you, you know, and you know when you're violating. If you don't. You, got, you need to get some help. Seriously. You need, you need not, to get some help. And it yeah. probably stems from not ever having a set of values. That's exactly right. Never having anything that you stood by. And one of my favorite shows is, is NCIS and Leroy Gibbs. And, you know, Gibbs has his code, right, that he lives by. And, you know, number 12 and number six and, number, and all these things. But, you, th- you know, it's, it's, I realize that's a show. But you think about it. Most successful people, they have a code they live by. I mean, it's not it's not a just a part of a character in a TV show. It's what they live by. They have certain things that they will absolutely not do, and they have certain things that they will absolutely do every time because it's the right thing to do. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And there's no in-between on that. You know, we've got a very good friend of ours that's in a very visible business, and his one of his commercials right now is, you know, it's all true. Yep. And, and, you know, it takes a real confident person to put that out there like that because you open yourself up for anybody that's ever had one thing even remotely not go 100% correct. You know, it's opened them up to try to be cynical and, and all that. But, it, but first of all, I can tell you about these guys, it is true uh, what he says. I mean, it is true. Um, just above board people. But, um, we, you know, we, that's a guy that's got a set of rules that he follows, Right. And it's, and then there's no there's no wiggle room on it. I mean, this nope. is how it is. This is what we do. That's why he's been successful for thirty plus years. Yeah, I mean, right. People know what they get when they walk in. They right. expect it, right? And, and he's and he's and that's a trait that he's taught to his children and to uh, other members of his family that are that are part of the business. And then every employee. I mean, that's the standard. I mean, that's a if you're going to work here, this is how we do it. And if not, and you, you gone. You gone. <laughs> you gone. Easy enough. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a question right okay. now, and it's gonna be a hard one because we're dealing with a state. So state of Oklahoma is is going through some pretty big budgetary constraints. Yeah. How do we bring ethics back to our government? How do we, and even nationally, how do we bring ethics back to politics to do the right thing? And this is an interesting question because right. In this sense, maybe in the eye of the beholder, right? Could I mean, be. We're seeing we're seeing the different lobby groups in the state right now yeah. line up for what they believe is right, right? Um, and I think it's something to talk about, right for the common good, right? I think I think you're right. I think there are some things. It's 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 whoever's looking at it, but there's some most things that are not that way. There you can Fair. You, you can distinguish what is right and wrong. You know, yes. Regardless of how you feel about a certain position, you can you can have good debate and conversation, and that's wonderful. That's what our country is built on, and we want to have that. But you know, some of the things we see, and how how are we going to get them there? I think it goes back to there's a representative that I've known a long time that I joke and said it took him all of about ten minutes to become a career politician, and I was so horribly disappointed. Because when they went in there, it was all about, I'm going to do this, this, and this. I'm going to do it this way. And I'm, you know, and literally, it was like overnight, they were just like everybody else. And I think it goes back to everything we've been talking about, that you've got to have a standard of rules that you follow, that you live by, because politics is dirty, 
disgusting. I mean, there's, there's just every horrible thing you can kind of think of to describe it. It seems like that's what politics is. And they have the opportunity to do great things. They have, the, have, the they have more to, opportunity than anybody right. else. And the tools. And the tools. And, and, you know, so I think part of it is, is, and we've talked about this, we need to get past being Republican and Democrat and we need to get back to being Americans, right? Well, we need to have a set of values. We need to follow <clears throat> ethics. Right. We need to do the right. right thing for the right reasons. You, you see these things where, where a politician, I just saw this uh, last week, where a politician was asked a question that came right out of their book that they wrote. And when they asked the question, the person literally said, well, that's not what I said. And the guy asked the question, hold up their book. He said, it's right here on page 205. That wasn't me. And the guy's literally like, no, no that's not, no, no. I don't not. believe that. I mean, and, the and, chameleon of politics. And so we have no values. Right. And I think that's really the answer is we got to get back to holding people to, to, to what's true and what their word is and what they say they're going to do. And you got to hold the people accountable for that. You know, you can't on a Monday say one thing you're passionate about. And then on Tuesday, cause you're with a different crowd, say you're passionate about something else. And then on Wednesday, you're in a different crowd. So now you're passionate about something else. That doesn't work. And unfortunately, that's what we have right now. Oh, I, there is no doubt. There is no stance. There is no belief system. It completely depends it, on who and look, they're in front we're, of. we're picking on some very good people right now. Don't, don't some of them are. Some, some are very good people. <laughs> some of them aren't. Um, if you aren't, you know who you are. And if you yeah. are, you know who you are. And you know the first thing a politician is going to do that's not telling the truth is deny everything, admit nothing, and make counter accusations, right? Every time. We see it all the time. So Every time. So ethics core values, a stance. I mean, we have got to drive our country back in that direction. It's the only, it's the only thing that's going to fix it. I mean, you know, sometimes being a leader is you got to make very unpopular decisions because you fundamentally know it's the right thing to do. Yep. And used to be this wasn't the case, but it's almost like politics. Politics has made cowards out of everybody that's a politician anymore. You know, and it, and it's 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 you know because if you do if you do hold yourself to a certain standard, if you do do things a certain way, and it goes against the norm or what's popular or what's you know, you're going to get absolutely destroyed. Oh, no doubt. They're going to come after you with everything. So you've got to be a very unique person to succeed in that realm right now. And you almost have to be a guy or a, or a lady that is untouchable financially, is untouchable career-wise, is untouchable in any way to where they really don't care if you like it or not because they don't need anything from you. Wait, are we talking about the president? Pretty much, yeah. But, <laughs> because I, but I, and listen, I don't, you know, you and I, we could, we could do a two-month podcast on our president, but, and maybe we will someday. There'd be a lot of info. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of good material. Of stuff, but. But and I don't agree with everything, but I've no. not. But like I tell people, I don't agree with my wife one hundred percent of the time. So why would I agree with a politician one hundred percent of the time? Right? Absolutely. So we're different people. But but what I will say is this: I don't worry about him being bought and paid for. Oh, um, no doubt. Because you know what he's going to do when he's done being president? He's going to go back to being a billionaire. Yep. <laughs> it's not. He's going to get a great speaking gig. I making, mean, come you know, on, man. Yeah. I mean, so he he's you know. Love him or hate him, agree or disagree, you're gonna you get exactly what he thinks is the best thing to do at this time. Well, we jumped on a rabbit hole. I'm gonna throw yeah. something out for yeah. people to think about and to discuss amongst yourselves. You know, let, term limits are probably a reality. Something needs to happen. Back in the day, yeah. senators were appointed by the governor to represent the state. Yep. We've gotten away from the core of our nation of what it was found on. There was a reason our forefathers found it. You may like them or dislike them. I don't care. They were smart dudes. Pretty smart dudes. Dudettes. And, yeah. and, you know, we need to 
hold people accountable to their ethics. We need to hold them accountable to the people. Uh, whether you're a politician, whether you're a business owner, whether you're an employee, you know, th- this is where the line in the sand is drawn. Yeah. You do what's right for the right reasons. And if you can't do what's right, then you need to step away. I mean, you think about it. I mean, you know, and again, of course, everything in our life is going to go back to our time in the military because that's it's a the big core of who of, we are. It's core of who we yeah. are. But what I loved about the military is you could have a personal challenge or a personal problem with an individual in your unit, on your team, in your shop, whatever you call it. But when it was time to walk out the mission, you walked out the mission and you checked all that stuff at the door. Yep. And I don't see that in the private sector. Oh, no, no, no. And, and it's something as simple as that, you know, getting past the petty and focused on the mission. So if you're a school teacher, and let's say maybe you and another teacher don't see eye to eye, but when it comes time to walk out the mission, which is educating this kid, you guys check your personal credit at the door. Or if you have to. You have to. If you're in business and you've got a person, if you're you know, in the insurance business, two, two jobs are pretty much always at odds. It's underwriting and sales, right? But, but when it comes time to do the job for that client, you, you check all that at the door. You do what's right. I mean, there's no, you know, it's, it's being mature enough to just do what's right for the per, other person. You know, you talked about our, our personal, one of our businesses we do together, and we've got some other folks involved. And so anytime you do that, there's personalities yep, and there's absolutely. things you got to talk about and there's stuff you got to work out and you got to get clarity on and. And one of the things I've always loved about our organizations is that we we practice what we preach, we walk it like we talk it, and we have had some not horribly uncomfortable conversations because everybody involved is very open. And one of the first things we said is we gave each other permission to be direct with each other. Absolutely. And you know when you do that, there's something that's freeing about that, right? But what you can't do is you cannot, and I, and I want everybody to really listen to this. If you're out there in business and you're going to form a partnership, whether it's a legal binding partnership or it's a partnership, meaning like a vendor provider relation, it's still a partnership. It may not be a partnership in the legal sense right. uh, as far as a business entity, but it's a partnership. Or if you have a client and, a, and you're providing services, that's a partnership. If you don't, if, if, you, if you guys don't align in the rules of life, it's not going to work. No, it's not. It's it's going to yeah, fail miserably. Just don't do it. You can't take, and I'll use this because this is the most extreme example I can think of. It's very difficult to take a Christian believer and an atheist and make them partners and say, okay, go go do wonderful things for people. It's tough, right? <laughs> right? I mean, so you've got to be, you've got to be truly aligned with the people that you're going to partner with. Or it just won't work. Nope. And and I, I couldn't agree more. So the, the challenge for you guys this week is to take a look at yourself. Make that hard call in the mirror every day. Make sure you're looking at yourself. You know, I, I knew my time in my previous life in the military was done. Yeah. Um, if I ever got to the place where I went to shave and was disappointed about <laughs> my behavior because yeah. I violated something I knew at the core was wrong. Yep. And thank God that never happened. Yep. Um, I was blessed and I made some really tough calls and I had to fall on my sword to in a proverbial degree a couple times, but at the end of the day, it was way worth it because it worked out great. Well, we were talking about, and I won't go into the details because it's such a personal thing, but we were talking about something when you were commander and yep. one of your young airmen you know, made a horrible mistake. And bottom line is, is you basically put him in prison for almost 40 years. I did. And I know you personally, that's not, 
No. It's not an easy thing to live with, but it was the right thing to do. <laughs> and, you know, so sometimes we got to live with our We always got to live with our decisions, but sometimes doing the right thing, it still hurts. It's never easy. Still hurts. It's never easy, and, especially if it's a hard decision. Yeah, and you got to understand that and you got to embrace that. You don't have to like it, but you better embrace it. Better own it. Better own it. All right, with that, that is Bold Leadership Episode 46. I'm going to challenge you to be ethical, and we are out of here. Thanks for listening to the show. Our show notes can be found at www.exit.co. If you liked it as much as we think you did, be sure to go to iTunes and leave us a review. 